With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kevin Stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host, the Kevin Stage. Right now, Kevin. I'm in Cincinnati. Or, yes, in Cincinnati. By the time this airs, I will be in Toledo on my way to Cleveland. I'm tired. Y'all are almost done. No, Liz, we're just getting started. No, you're almost done. You're on, you have less days ahead of you. <laughs> Do we? Tuesday, today's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Yeah, never and mind. Monday's a travel day. And Monday's a travel day. Disregard. We're just getting started. The worst part is I, I didn't plan this out great. And some of these cities are further than I realized. One of these days is a four-hour road trip. And well, your were... max is that four hours, right? Yeah, but I thought we were all hour, hour and a half tops. Oh. And it's two, two and a half, four. One, and a, one is like one and a half. Oh. But the people are yeah. coming. So all these shows sold out. So at least people in the Midwest are coming and excited. So there's that. Yeah, that's but good. it's cold. And I lonely in my own bed, sleepy by myself. Kevin, well, I told you the Midwest does a few things right, and one of those things is always the winter. Is that right? Being cold? Yes. the The winter, the Midwest gets the winter right every year. Ohio, uh, Illinois, like Michigan, those states are going to do winter correctly. Is they it probably snowing have yet? white Christmas. Yeah. Is it snowing? No, it snowed in Columbus two days, a little bit, but not. It didn't stick, and it's it's actually sunny outside today. Oh, that's good. Yeah, my mom yeah. when uh, my my family's from Toledo. For those of you who don't know, my mom, my dad, and my extended family, and they used to talk about literal blizzards. Walking to school in the literal blizzard outside. Yeah, that's uh. Not ideal. Although the one thing I don't like about LA, it never feels like Chris. It never looks like Christmas. No, that I seventy three degrees on on Christmas. It was ninety one degrees this weekend during Joe's games on Saturday and Sunday, and I was like lathering him in a sunblock. Like you need to make sure because you will get burned in like a heat rash because Joe is really prone to heat rash. And I was like, this doesn't even make sense that it's November, darn near the middle of November. And I'm this concerned because it's literally summer weather outside. I hate, hate, hate warm weather on Christmas. I cannot stand (laughs) warm weather on Christmas. I don't like the snow. I can do without the snow, but I do need fall 60 degree weather. Like I cannot, if it's 80, 90 degrees, it's a no for me. I feel like in the last 10 years, the only time we even had anything close is when we went to Toronto and it was negative a thousand degrees. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. I don't want one extreme or the other. Although that year I was looking for an extreme because I don't like hot Christmases. I don't Which like. would you rather have Toronto or L.A.? Are we talking about 90 degrees? Or are we talking about like 60? I'm talking about the way it was when we were there and how it was for JoJo's game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would have to go with the 90 degree. Really? Yeah. That cold, Kev, was the worst. There was no amount of, like, escape. Like, when you're outside at the game, you can get, we had umbrellas, like, you know, you maneuver behind a, a light post to get in the shade. Like, you figure out a way. 
when you are, when it is cold, there is no escape. Your feet I disagree. Are cold, your hands are cold. Your nose is cold. Your scalp is cold. I disagree. I think when you're cold, there's more ways to warm up. When you're hot, at the worst, you can never really cool down the same as if when you're warm. I mean, when you're cold. Well, no, that's not true. I, I, was, think, I was thinking of worst outside, case scenarios. If the only option is outside, right? If you can go inside, then it doesn't matter what's going on outside. But if you are outside yeah. and it is either 90 degrees or it is Toronto cold, I'm taking 90 degrees. So take it a step further to the worst case scenario. Toronto that winter or Phoenix this summer? And you're outside. Okay, well, see, that's a different level of heat. The original yeah. analogy. I know. I'm I'm changing the analogy to make it harder for you. So if uh, it's Toronto cold and you can bundle up as much as you you have access to all the clothing available, and Phoenix, you have access to all cooling methods available, but you have to be outside for both of them. Okay, so yeah, if the only option, so you have to be outside. The inside the house is not an option. No, because then you just have and the AC or the heat on. Because, you know, Toronto got Toronto Pacific weather, Pacific weather proofing negative degree shoes that you could wear. Yeah. Where basically, what, when you're in Phoenix, even once you're naked, you're still hot. That's what I'm saying. There's only so much you can do. You can go into a pool, but the pool we had was hot. The water wasn't even cool. Yes, that's what I'm talking. If you're, you're just talking wet. about that. If you're talking about that Phoenix 100 plus degrees, then I'm going to probably take Toronto. If you're talking about L.A. 90 degree, then I'm going to take the 90 degree. Yeah, that's the other thing about Toronto and the Midwest. The wind blows and that's even colder than this cold sand still. That was the worst part about the Ohio State game. The wind was blowing cold and it just got underneath your clothes and inside your pee hole. Well, and that's the thing about the cold. It takes forever to warm back up. Once your fingers and your toes feel yes. hard because you're so cold and you're, the tips of your ears are yes. cold. My feet oh, didn't warm up until three days afterward. Literally, I'm not even exaggerating. My feet didn't warm up till halfway through the show of being yes. on stage. Yes. And that and was being so there an hour and a half. It's, it's difficult to walk because your feet are all hard. Yeah, your penis is hard. Your penis was hard. That might. That's not a good hard though. When I was in uh, uh, Pop Warner football, our coach used to be like, "If you're cold, put your hands around your balls." That's actually true. I I'll put my hands in my pants when I'm cold. I don't have balls, but it does help. <laughs> put them on the coochie on the out of the coochie. In the. That no. interior part right there be warm, though. That's what I was going to say. That between your thighs part, it be warm. But what if you're between your thighs? Be like, hey, hands, get out of here. We had a good oh, thing it, going it, down. It be warm. It, <laughs> it takes all the cold away. It does. I don't know why. Even when you do that, even when your hands are still cold, you're, it, it zaps it. So it don't be as cold no more. This is this. It's low-key the plug right there. Oh, my God. So we're separated. Well, actually, before we do that, uh, Monty is here. I apologize now if you guys can hear him. I want you. I want to see him. Monty. He's doing the, the doodle splits. What is it called? Doodle sploot. Doodle sploot. The doodle sploot. Monty. Come here. Come here. There you go. Come here. Say hi to the peoples. Hi, Monty. I have what do you what did he got? He got oh, his little he, he was on. Yeah. Monty. Hey buddy, it's me, Kevin. So hi. He's so confused. Hi, it's, look over oh, Monty. Look Who's at me, Kevin. Who is that, Monty Bear? Monty, you're getting bigger. Can I have this, please? It'll talk wet. <laughs> Here. That's the bone marrow. Uh. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, let me tell y'all about third love. <laughs> 
Just like the slobber on my hand is quite uncomfortable. Oftentimes bras are uncomfortable. Mm. Uh, but now I feel like I'm going to throw up. So now I have to wash my hands. Sometimes with the holidays coming out, things get a little tight, whether it's your jeans after all the holiday eaten or bras that are just simply uncomfortable. Third Love has made it their mission to tackle comfort. They make sure that everything is comfortable because the holidays can be hectic, stressful, and downright uncomfortable. So go with Third Love to make things as comfortable as possible. They have everything from the perfect t-shirt bra all the way down to the ultra soft loungewear, which is perfect for Thanksgiving. Again, comfort is superior and allows you to enjoy your day, eat as much as you want, Ain't no unloosening of the belt or the zipper or the button because comfort, they were made with comfort in mind. You guys know I have talked about the Third Love bras. I absolutely love them. Although I don't think I have any of your loungewear, Third Love. So we should, we need to fix that. Uh, the, they have a the perfect fitting room quiz. It's like your own personal shopper, but better. It focuses on size, breast shape, current fit issues, and your personal style to find bras and underwear that are perfect for you. The Fitting Room has helped 18 million women find their true bra size. Love your fit, guaranteed. If not, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. Feeling is believing. Upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash lovehour. Lovehour. That's 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash lovehour. Lovehour. Um couple things. Josiah is starting high school. And this is the thing, you guys. Joey is my youngest baby boy. And he literally is my baby boy. And he is starting high school next year. And it is time for the jockeying of mothers. This is the ultimate marathon in parenthood where you are trying to figure out what school to put your child in. So you're talking to other parents, you're filling out applications and you're trying to pull strings of people in higher positions than you that can get your baby in the school that you want them to go in. And that has been my week. So this weekend, Kevin and I, we, I don't know that we agree on what school he should go to though. We agree. We do. Okay. What'd you say, Joshua? Oh, I was making a college joke. He was the Ohio State University. Oh, the Ohio. Yeah, and it has to be repeat. So uh, I've been talking to moms, but I'm going to just throw this out there because you never know. If anybody is in the Los Angeles School District that listens to this podcast, please reach out to me because there's a school I want to put my baby child in. And the good thing about it is it's a really good school, but a lot of his soccer teammates are trying to go to the same school. And I'm so excited because this will make the biggest impact on him in going to school because Josiah hates school. He does. I was never that child that hated school. I never needed my parents to force me to do my homework, but yet I have children that did any of your siblings feel like that? Mel didn't actually no, we were all pretty responsible and accountable to our like homework, schoolwork, projects, and all of that in a way that I don't find that the boys are. Joe is more so than Isaiah, but it still is very different in a way that it was just different for me. So I don't know. They're just different. Because you were Jason pretty didn't. accountable. Huh? I was pretty what? Accountable to your schoolwork as well. Absolutely. I was a, st a stellar student. Um, I don't know what it is that he just really does not enjoy. Actually, I do know what it is. Joe doesn't find, if, which is very much like Kev. If he doesn't see the point, he no longer wants to do it. And that's where Joe is. He doesn't see the point. He thinks school is dumb. And so why are we here doing it? He thinks school is dumb and he thinks the stuff that they are teaching him has no real world value. Right. He's not terribly wrong on the second part, but he also kind of just has to understand you have to go. Yeah, you have, you to, have do to go. Things. Yeah, there's this in life. You will have to do things you don't want to do. I don't necessarily want to take the trash out or down, but I have to. Yes, I want to do stand up comedy, but I don't necessarily want to take red eyes. Right. But I have to. So right. 
we try to explain that to him, but he just be like, okay, then I'll just hate every second of it and hate every moment leading up to every second about it and only like early days and Fridays. Yeah. Um, Which is also not really helpful, but I don't know. Yeah. If you're in this marathon, other mothers trying to get your kid in the school that you want them to get to, I sympathize with you. This is not. I know somebody who works in the LAUSD. I don't know if she can help him get into that school. I just remember, I know a teacher, but she doesn't teach in. It's like the whole lottery thing. The, the, it's actually independent is what I heard, but the whole lottery thing, like it's all zoning to, I feel like this is actually just remnants of racism and like segregation is how they decide what, like the better neighborhoods. And then that's how they zone what school you go to. So yes. all of like, you know, these kids can go. And it's so interesting because you move over here. Y'all know I love talking about, you know, suburbia, suburban lifestyle, whatever. I got on this app called the Neighborhood app. If you guys are not on it, I highly recommend that you get on it. So on the app, it's just people in your neighborhood and like surrounding areas. And all they do is talk about what's going on in the neighborhood. Sometimes it's really great. Like the other day they were like, there's coyotes in the neighborhood. My dog was mauled by one. Like, be careful. And so I was like, yo, that's good to know. Like, I don't want to have Monty out here and a coyote gets him. But then the other day, this dude was like, this neighborhood is the crime haven of this suburban area that we live in. And I was just like, he was literally like, rest in peace to this gated community sitting on a hill that's fortified in gates. They're going to get rid of the gates. They're going to get rid of the rules. They're going to get rid of it. And I was just like, see, this is why I have to remember. And this is where I remember that I'm black because the dramatics of your whiteness is Remember me. There is one homeless person, literally one, like one homeless person on one corner in this whole I don't know between the 15 minutes any direction yeah. one homeless guy in one tent the people in the neighborhood app the whole city's gone They the homeless are moving in literally I'm not even exaggerating there's one tent one dude who like has his little setup by the bus stop I'll be seeing him on the way to Joe's soccer um, and the neighborhood people neighborhood app you would think it was a soup kitchen opened up on oh, Skid Row. They're hey. just so dramatic. Crime, so much crime in our neighborhood. I'd be like, y'all uh, don't have no real problems in this neighborhood. We got robbed at our first house. And for those of you asking, the next door and the neighborhood app are very, they are separate apps, but they're essentially the same app. Like they're the, the same, same they kind of have the same thing. Yeah, similar vibe. But when I tell you I be reading these comments, me, my sister, and Danny, are we all live within 15 minutes of each other. And so all we do is send screenshots of, like, these white people be white people in. Like, and the thing that's making so... me mad is... Go. This stuff don't be, like, for real crime. Like, in our marriage, Melissa and I, at our, at our first home, somebody stole Mel's car from in front of our house yeah. While we were at home, yes, like literally having a game night or she was visiting us, something like that. She went out to leave and her car was stolen. Right. They brought it back. No, I don't she know. got it back. Oh, I think she did find it, though. She found it. OK, oh, the police found it. it. OK, some there was gang violence. I used to do a joke on this. There was a blood. There were some bloods that got jumped in in our front yard. The same right. neighborhood that the house is in, one of the kids that went to our church just killed four people. Murders. Murders. In the neighborhood. When we moved to I L.A., our first house, we got robbed while we were gone. Isaiah had trauma for a long time. I did, too. One time we saw him. And he, was, he saw somebody on a motorcycle, and he was like, that guy probably robbed us. And I was like, <laughs> what makes you think that? He was like, his motorcycle uh, helmet was tinted feel like he has something to hide <laughs> i was like zay well, i don't think people rob people on motorcycles because they can't carry anything and he was like ah it's true that's hilarious <laughs> but anyway i say that to say what they complain about 
it don't even be crime. It'd be like the gate, like the gate doesn't work yes. or it's there's too many kids or literal complaint we got. Um, uh, there's too many cars on there's the street. Cars parking. Boy, if y'all don't hush and shut up, go to there's other parts of LA. They have real crime, real crime, real issues, real problems, and they be over here. That's kind of like a TV show. Real crimes, real <laughs> people, real problems, <laughs> and then dramatic music, and then lights. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think it's all. It really reminds me. I'd be like, listen, we'd be living in different worlds. We'd be over here laughing at these folks. But then, like yesterday, there was a helicopter hovering over by where Danny lives, and I'd be trolling too. This is actually what me, Danny, and Mel do. I took a video, and I was like, "Girl, you live in the crime haven." <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing we used to have in our neighborhood: helicopter, police helicopters. Oh. Probably two, three times a week. Yes, and they be low. That's how you know. When they're low, you're looking for somebody. I'm talking about they was looking for some. I I half expected, man, I half expected them to to catch somebody running down our block. There was times where, remember the time our street was blocked off for the police? Yes. And you I couldn't even get to the house. The, from picking up the boys, I could not get in the house. Like all the streets were blocked off to our street. I remember when Zay Zay first got to LA. He now he came from a private school in Washington where oh, the class was like eight children, literally eight or nine children. They all had their own iPad. That used to type anoint of anoint their forehead. Yeah, teacher anointed their foreheads. They went to a Christian school. And the first day he came to LA, he said he saw a kid get grabbed like this and pushed against a locker. And he was like, Mommy, can you work at Chuck E. Cheese so I can go to the type of school I went to Washington? <laughs> Hippo baby he was concerned. He was so anymore. scared. He was in shell shock. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so all of that to say, Josiah will be starting high school. My heart is broken. That's also the part you didn't talk about is the fact that he's starting high school. I yeah, uh, Joe like, will be starting high where, school. Where where he goes is one thing. That he's going to me is like I met you. Isaiah's going into the grade that I was when I met you. Yep. And Monique, I met Monique. She was uh, going into the grade that Joe's, Joe's, Joe's about to go in. And uh, Mel was in uh, seventh grade. The fact that Isaiah, after, you know, shoot, after this year, school will be over in six months. Isaiah will only have two years of high school left. I know. And then Joe, uh, by the time Isaiah finishes, Joe will only have two years of high school left. It's my, I mean, it breaks my heart. And then it also is super, I enjoy watching, especially Joe. I really enjoy watching him like grow. His little friend had a birthday. And so we bought her a mat. (laughs) And so uh, yesterday I was like role playing with him. So he, I was like, what are you going to say? So I said, Isaiah, walk in front of me like you're another kid. So Isaiah walks in front of him and takes it like he's a bully. And so I'm like, oh, I thought that was for me, Joe. What are you going to do to defend my honor? Why was that? What's going to happen? Who's going to steal a yoga mat? Also, if anything in L.A. is going to get stolen, it'll be a yoga mat. It will be a yoga mat. It will be. Oh, my God. It was really, really funny. But, yeah, yes, his little friend. That's Did hilarious. JoJo... Uh, Defend her honor? No, he was like, oh, well, if it gets stolen, it gets stolen. I was like, you're so whack. You were just whack. He does not care at all. What about my honor? What about it? I'm not going to get in no fight. I know. I want to see the little girl, but I have to pick up both these kids at different times. So they're all gone. She's gone. But You're going to be that mom. Oh, I want to see what she looks like all the way. You are going to be that mom. I'll be trying to figure it out. Through like, and through, you are going to be the one where bring your little girl, bring your little friend, your little friend girl over to the house. Bring her over I for have dinner. To be careful and ask, like, is she a friend girl or is she a friend friend or a girlfriend? I feel like, you know, when you're younger, those things make a difference because you'd be like, ooh, is that your girlfriend? Like, no. Okay, well, is she a friend girl? 
You have to you have to reverse it so that way it's you know it's not as it's not as threatening, it's not as intimidating. And oftentimes what's intimidating, especially for men and sometimes for women, because right now during the holiday season, it's the wild, wild west if you're trying to go to the grocery store, okay? Uh mm. and that's where Hello Fresh comes in because the holidays are hectic. I actually need to go to the grocery store today. And I do not want to, but I need to prep for Thanksgiving. But in the meantime, between time, HelloFresh got me on all of my dinner meals. So I don't have to worry about it while I go brave and, you know, the wild, wild west, which is the grocery store. Um, HelloFresh helps keep things simple with recipes and ingredients that cut out grocery shopping and limit meal prep time so you can spend more of your festive season with friends and family. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. And even if you have a picky eater, as I do, um, they have meals that are, you know, uh, picky eater friendly ingredients travel from your farm to your door within a week. So you get the convenience without skimping on the quality. Kevin, if you don't mind get together what we ate this week, that would be great. As fall transitions to winter, there's nothing better than cozying up with your comforting home cooked meals. I am one of those people that um, enjoys cooking at home, although I do not get to do it as much as I like to. Actually, I really don't like to cook is truly the truth, but I enjoy trying new things and doing that with my family. And that's why HelloFresh is great because... I don't have to think about what to cook. They pre-portion everything out for me and they bring everything to my home uh, nicely sealed and frozen so it doesn't go bad and it makes it really simple and it brings the, uh, the enjoyment back to cooking. Uh, this week, what did we have, Kevin? This week, I wanted something heavy that sticks to your ribs. So Melissa made the Italian chicken and pepper sandos with potato wedges and garlic sauce. Then on Wednesday, she had the meatballs with bulgogi sauce, you know what I'm saying? Gives you a little Korean fusion, you know what I'm saying? And then right before I went out of town, we had the cherry balsamic pork chops. Now, you know I love a little balsamic. This had broccoli and thyme-roasted potatoes. Now, when I get home, now I'm getting home to a Monday, I want two things, okay? I want the salmon and creamy Dijon chive sauce because I've been avoiding salmon on the road because I've been eating it at comedy clubs, and that's not good salmon, but HelloFresh is good salmon. And then I also want the Firehouse cheeseburger because it has fried onions on top and garlic potato wedges and creamy ranch sauce. So I'm going to eat that on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then it'll be Thanksgiving, and I will be so happy. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh and with a wider array of meal, meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands and now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LoveHour14 and use love hour 14. LoveHour14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. If you do it now, it'll last you through Thanksgiving so that way you don't have to plan your meals because cooking a meal and planning a meal for folks to eat is too much. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LoveHour14 to get up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Thank you so much to HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Um, and while we're talking about Thanksgiving, pretty much it's Thanksgiving and then Christmas. That's it. That's the way that it works. And then after Thanksgiving, it, I mean, after Christmas is pretty much Valentine's Day. So you have <laughs> Christmas and Valentine's Day, and those are really great gift giving holidays and movement is here. Black Friday season is here. It is around the corner and movement's biggest sale of the year is also here. And it just so happens to be the biggest sale that they've ever had. Movement has introduced some of their most innovative and premium materials yet this year, as well as some of their most epic special edition release releases. And this is your first chance to get them for a huge steal. They have, first of all, Kev, do you have your watch, your movement watch? Uh, I don't have it on. I have okay, it in my, uh, I have it in my suitcase though. Okay. Well, they have some, first of all, their prices are very 
wallet friendly and very affordable. And they have some amazing styles that are classic. They do have some things that are trendy, but if you want to stay away from trendy and get very classic pieces that your dad, they even have stuff for women, but that your dad, your husband, your wife, your mama, your sister, your whoever would like, I highly recommend it. You can go onto the website. They have the men's classic black leather strap. I think that's the one that I got Kev. They have a white one that I think uh, Tank has. They have like all types of just different materials and styles. And it's super, super easy uh, movement uh, black or shop movements, Black Friday sale, their biggest sale of the year, clean de designs, innovative materials and the best deals of the year. Shop Movement's biggest sale of the year before the rest at MVMT.com and use code LOVE at checkout and get free love. shipping and free returns by going to Movement. That's MVMT.com slash love. Again, love. go to MVMT.com slash love. Okay. Love. I'm going to go through these really quickly. The next thing I really want to talk about, two more this week in the Fredericks, and I got to hurry because we're almost done and we didn't really talk about anything. Uh, Monty is a pervert. I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. I asked people on my Instagram. Oh, no. Kevin, these people gave me these stories and it actually made me feel better because I realized that it's not just Monty. But I woke up this morning and found a pair of underwear bitten through. Monty ate your panties? The legs part were torn apart. So it was just a straight line of fabric. Monty just ate my cord. What the, the timing was amazing. Yes. So no, he is not. Monty fixed. didn't want this. He didn't want his name slandered in the streets. Yes. Yeah, so literally. <laughs> Great time. Perverted face. He eats dirty underwear all the time. Tell him, Monty. I didn't know that that was a thing, Kevin. He looks like he's like, ah, I'm guilty. <laughs> Monty, you be eating them panties? Why do puppies do that? Wait, other people said that they did this too? Yes. They were like, they hump everything. They they jump in your crotch. Oh, uh, he tried to do that when I was doodling. He came and was smelling my underwear. I was like, man, get out of the bathroom. I did not know that that was a thing. I, it kind of feels a little bit like a violation. I don't know how I feel about it. It's, it's <laughs> a little not okay with me. I don't know what to do. That's uh, weird. I did not know... <clears throat> I honestly feel like this is my first experience with a dog. It's definitely mine. We had dogs like, when I was a kid. Life, but, but it definitely is mine. We had them as a kid, but I was so young and I didn't really interact with them. Like, I don't have many memories outside of petting them two or three times. Yeah. But like actually caring for a dog. <clears throat> this is really my first time. Look at him trying to be cute. Uh, he always yeah. tries to be cute when he's just been bad. Yes. He still sucks. He eats underwear. He was, uh, he, I don't, I didn't know. I just didn't know. The last thing that I wanted to say is that uh, Isaiah had his first basketball game yesterday and their team lost 60 to five. That is so you embarrassing. And Joe basically had the same reaction. Joe was like, you said 60 to five and you're not mad. <laughs> Isaiah's not competitive like that. That's how you would be. Joe, Joe would have been crying. Oh, Joe would have been like, take me out of here. I don't Joe want to personally score 20 points. So yes, Kevin said, did you say six zero to zero five? <laughs> Isaiah told me before his first game, he was like, we're not a good team. No. Only maybe two people even know how to play basketball. And he didn't yeah. name himself. He no. was like, this kid and that kid. I was like, what about you? He's like, mm. But they have him starting. He, I said, Isaiah, I think he's the, is the power forward a position? 
Okay. Why are you is too. He's not. <laughs> Josh said he's Stanley. Yes. From the office. From the office. Yes. So he's like, I said, I think you're, um, he had to get a physical. He always tells me stuff late. So he has to get a physical. And his coach calls and he's like, Isaiah needs a physical, um, but I need him by Monday. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I can't get it like now. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I can schedule it. So he's like, well, he's my starting power forward. So I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was like, he's your starting power forward? <laughs> oh, this team. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah! Isaiah was like, honestly, it's our first game. Like, we need to work on our chemistry. Like, it's really no big deal. Joe was like, no, never. Not me. I couldn't do it. This is enough for me. Isaiah and Joe were on the same soccer team. They were losing a game. Isaiah was standing in the shade because it was hot, and JoJo was crying, trying to guard every single person on the other team yes. and checking the clock in between every three steps. And that's the most clear depiction of their difference in care about winning and losing. Isaiah will join a, a team just for something to do after school, just from camaraderie, he's not affected by wins and losses. Yeah. He also won't care if they won. He won't be happy. He won't be sad if he lost. He doesn't no. care. He just wants to. He's just like, I just like playing basketball. Basically, I was like, you guys didn't talk about it on the bus. You guys weren't sad. He was like, no, we didn't care. Then the girls, his really good friend is on the girls team. And the score was uh, 50 to 30. She scored all 30 points. Really? Yes. They said she was so pissed they were losing that she basically just took hands, you know, the game into her own hands and scored all 30 points in like the second half. This is this is who I'm thinking about. Yes. yes. Get her on his team. That's what I said. You need oh, 30. Why, why didn't you do what Marley did? He's like, mm. listen, uh, when I was a kid, the best basketball player I ever saw was a girl who was our age. Her yeah. name was Kendra something. I mean, this girl gave us the blues. She yeah. was faster, stronger, jumped higher, crossed us over. It was insane. Uh, we would call her over and be like, bro, get guard her. And she had she had glasses. Man, she used to kill us. So I'm not surprised. Um, dang. 60 to 5. 60 means to that five. game was over in the first yes. three minutes. He said, well, I think in the future what they're going to do is not have us play them or teams like them because they're not on our level. And so I was like, do you mean you guys aren't on their level? <laughs> just the wording. This ain't just, the YMCA. You're in high school. They're, if you're in high school and they're in high school, that's the same level. Outside yeah. of maybe – um." You know, like 1A, 2A, 3A type thing. Like yeah. you have a big Isaiah's school in his defense is tiny. Yes, it, it is. would probably be a 1A school. Like the schools we went to had thousands of students. Isaiah's yes. school probably has, I don't know, 200 students among all the students there. So they don't have a yes. good crop of kids to begin with. No. So that's, that makes the only sense. Uh, some of these LA schools are as big as community colleges, and no, you just have real. more kids going there. And his school is for like, his school has robotics and theater. Like that's oh, yeah. the main thing. They don't even have a gym at his no. school. They, they can't even practice full court out. basketball. No, they don't. And that's part of the reason too for Joe. I don't want him to go to that school. The school they're uh, upping their um, sports programs. Yeah. yeah. If you don't have a full court gym at your school, you're finna get blown out. Well, he was like, I mean, they don't watch this. So I was asking him about the teacher and I was like, well, how's it going with your, I mean, not the teacher, the coach. <laughs> I was like, the nuance of this joke and just what you said is quite hysterical that you understand everything you're not saying by just saying this. So I'm asking him about the coach and he goes, mom or mother, he's our mathematics teacher. <laughs> Isaiah probably got picked to be in that team because he's black boy. Isaiah got picked to be in that team because he wanted to get out of another class. So he volunteered to do this as like a physical education credit. And then he got on the team? And then he was on the team. And now he's sad because he's like, I really didn't sign up for all of this. Duh! <laughs> 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 You know, Isaiah is not about the physical activity. 
That is hilarious. During Veterans Day, him and his friends came over and shot a reel. Oh, my God. I didn't even tell you about this, Josh. Isaiah, we went to... I haven't seen it. We went to Party City. This was probably a week after Halloween, maybe. Yeah, it's like whatever. Veterans is like the 11th. Yeah, 10 days. 10 days after Halloween. We went there and spent $600 on props. He had everything. They shot... All day long, Josh. I mean, All they costumes, makeup. He had uh, uh, steam, steampunks. He had everything. Game of Thrones stuff. He kept all the props. Like, let me tell you one thing I'm very happy about, Liz. I meant to tell you this a while ago. It is a blessing that we are the cool house. All the friends want to come hang out at our house. We oh my gosh, we've got premium snacks. It's easier to keep an eye on the kids and the friends and the friend group when they yes. come to your house. We yes. are now, hey, my friends want to come over. Oh, Isaiah, he thinks he's Richie Rich. Oh, he's so cool. Melissa gave, they, uh, no, this is what made it better because didn't they come with my dad? Uh, what you call it came in uh I don't remember if it was all the kids or just his friend girl that came over, but anyway, my dad and his wife were in town. And so, you know, you, when your parents are in town, you got to like show out. So I made my John Legend fried chicken, which is always a hit. And then I made the, um, I, I make this drunken strawberry pound cake. That's always a hit. Every time I make it, it's so good. So I made that. The little girl was like, Miss Melissa, this is so good. Oh my God, Miss Melissa, this is so good. She had like five pieces of chicken three pieces of the pound cake. And I was just like, nothing makes me prouder as a woman, not even just as a mom, as a, as a woman that makes food where the guest is like, yo, this is very good. And then I made some baked beans, but I made it with homemade barbecue sauce. And it was slapping. It was random too. It was just a random so Saturday. Random. She just cooked all, it was Halloween actually. Was it? it was Halloween? Yeah, it was Halloween. Child, it was amazing. I felt, I felt good. I'm never that person, but great. I was that day, and I was just beaming inside. So Isaiah has access because of Melissa, because we'll be gone. The boys both have access to Postmates, and um, Isaiah, I was picking him up his him and his friends one day, or picking him up, and his friends were coming over, and I was like, "Do you feel cool because you can order Postmates?" Are you like, "Hey guys, whatever you want to tell me?" He was like. Oh, yeah. It's the best feeling ever. You got some Chick-fil-A? Put your order in. Don't worry about it. Throw your order in. Yeah, that's why my account is nothing but Postmates orders. And that boy be going stupid on Postmates. Driving me He insane. be going dumb. You know, he's going to be one of those kids who goes to college and they can have the meal plan with the highest number. You know, like Melissa. No, I didn't have that. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. That's how I lived. Off the excess, off the fatherland. Yeah, because that's all you ever do. Off the excess. Listen, you know who else deserves the fat of the lamb? Your wife, your girlfriend, your partner, your whomever. And sometimes you need a help, a little help getting that lamb fatted. And that is why Blue Chew is here. I think the word is actually fattened. <laughs> Fall is here and we all could use a little fat lamb. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate with your fatted calf and it's time to baste it. You don't baste it. Wow. Lamb. You don't base lamb, though. You base coochie. All right. Blue Chew is, unique, is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it is chewable. And I don't know what happens 
when you're a child, you need chewable tablets. Then you become like this, I need to be cool age. And so then you think, oh, I'll just swallow. And then you get older and you're like, I have nothing to prove to nobody. Chew me, please, please. I need the chewables. You can take them anytime, day or night. So plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. The opportunity is simple because the process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew tablets are made in the US of A and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Uh, the lasting impression of Blue Chew on you, Kevin, is what? Uh, my penis was never as hard as it's ever been that when I use Blue Chew. It was, what? huh? Go ahead. It was it was strong like bull. After sex, uh, the SWAT team called me in and said, "Hey, we can't get this door opened," and they grabbed me. And they're like, "We don't have a battering ram," so they just grabbed me and they 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 threw me into the door, and my meat busted the door down, and then I participated in the drug bust. But it was a meth lab, and people were white. How did we get to this story again? You said that how how did it make me feel or something personal experience? Oh, okay. oh got it. All like right. right now, I'm tired. I'm gonna be exhausted when I get home, but I'm gonna want some of that sweet butt, and uh, I'm gonna need a little help. I know when I'm tired, I you know I need a little help across the finish line. I actually need help getting to the uh, starting line. And Blue Chew, like Kev, I don't I don't I don't care, bro. I got your back, and that's what I need. Little Kevin, he needs help, and Blue Chew is his helper. If you could benefit from extra confidence from when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And so we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVE at checkout. Just love. for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code LOVE to receive your first bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. And that took way longer than I anticipated. Uh, but the only other thing I had was the Danny Lee. Is it Lay or Lee? I think Lay. I heard Danny it was Lay, Lay too. Josh I said Danny Lay. I'll trust him on that. Yeah, I heard it was Lay, but when I looked at it, I thought it was Danny Lee. So I wanted to talk about the Dan Danny Lay and the baby <laughs> situation. Uh, but we have 15 minutes to do it. Are you up for it or should we leave it alone and go back? Yeah, no, no. We left. We I didn't talk about it on Here's the Thing, so I could talk about it here. Okay, so uh, so for those of you who are, I don't exactly know the history between these folks. But from what I gather, he uh, have sown his royal oats with other women. And yeah. it seems to be some... I'm not quite sure if there was overlap between Danny Lay and his last baby mama. Oh, I don't know that dating. either. I know they've been dating off, maybe off and on for a while. So remember, they bought each other cars, what, since 2017, 2018. Did you hear Josh, babe? Yeah, I, so I think she said they've been together for like three years or something. Is that what he Josh said? Josh said 2017, 2018. That'd be okay. five. 18, 19, 20, 20. Or five yeah, years. years. No, three or four years. Yeah. Wait, uh, what? Oh, it's 2021. I keep thinking, I'm in my mind, it's 2022 already, but it's 2021. Okay. Yeah. I, when I read, to, she said about three years. So, yeah, what you're saying is right. But what, was there any overlap with a previous baby mama? I don't know. I know he has a daughter, uh, but I don't think. I so the only reason why I bring I it up, know. and it may not make much difference, but the thing is, his so they she just had a baby. She being Danny Lay just had a baby three months ago. They apparently get into an argument. He goes live in an effort to protect his brand because he's had some dealings in the past of cancellation. Um, and so he goes live, and then she is basically upset. Uh, because she says he's trying to kick her out with the three month baby for what she believes to be that basically have sex with somebody else or previous baby mama. Regardless. Stage crew on Patreon said he has three baby mamas now. Yes. 
Yes. But the last one, the most recent baby mama before Danny Lake also made a post. Oh, she did? I didn't see that. Yes. That's why I was trying to figure out if there was overlap. What did she say? Basically, the energy that I got, I'm not going to tell you the whole thing because the video, I was like, I, she's saying a whole lot of nothing. But essentially, it was like, you know, what goes around comes around. Like basically, directed the, at the man was a clown he was with me, and then you defended him, and now he's clowning with you, and now you want to act surprised. Got it. Oh, they said she's the first baby's mama. Okay, child, I, it was a whole mess. But the point is that they had their issue. But what was confusing was okay. Then we can talk about the actual issues. But what was confusing is they were both going live, but they were in the house together. Why? Well, yeah, I think he went live. Like you said, he went live first and yeah, absolutely to protect his brand. I don't honestly, I'm confused. This is it. This is what she, yeah, this. So the girl's name is Mimi or me. I think it's Mimi. So her name is Mimi and she said karma is a B, which that's that. Oh, goes, yeah. Got it. Um, Here's the crazy thing. I think his core audience or what's left of his initial audience or this let me back up i think he thinks his audience is street dudes <laughs> the emancipation of mimi uh yeah danny lay is the girl who had that light skin girl song yes yes and so is she the one i also heard that she had a lyric that was basically like he wanted the red bone yes so that to me was like, oh, maybe there was some overlap or she felt like he chose me over because the Mimi girl is more brown skin. Oh, I never I didn't I never thought about who that was directed at. Yeah. So I was like, okay, finish your whole thought. No, I, I didn't have a whole thought. That was it. I uh, was just saying that she somebody oh, asked yeah, she was the light skin girl. And yeah. I was just saying, yeah, my thing was this there. It's like very layered. Apparently the lyric was yellow bone. My, the thing was very layered, right? Number one is the idea, my eyes throbbing. Number one is the idea of co-parenting. Yeah. One of the girls on Love on Stage was like, I don't date guys that have babies that are under a certain age because those relationships are still very fresh, new, and you're still learning to navigate. This is an example of them still trying to learn to navigate it. Apparently Absolutely. after she had the baby, they've been living together as if she was trying to work it out, which I get most people would try to like reserve, preserve, I think is a better word, preserve the nuclear family. So have this baby live with their dad and their mom. But then you get to a point where you're like, this ain't it. This ain't working. It's very toxic. This isn't going to work. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think one thing I think the, the, the first thing I thought of the actual baby, not the baby, the, yeah. the infant, the child, Stop it. it sucks for them more than anything. Yes. Right. Cause it's not uncommon for parents to argue and all that type of stuff, but it is uncommon for your parents to be famous and to argue on Instagram live where thousands of people watch live and even more hear about it. Right. It was so whack. So whack. One of the videos he was in, she was literally feeding the baby. Yes. Literally feeding. Yes. And he's arguing, calling her everything but a child of God. And I'm like, you 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 realize your 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 child is there. Like seeing that. Yeah. Hearing that. The like, thing about it is there is there's a level of immaturity and maturity so there's a level of immaturity where all he's like you what you're not gonna do is defame me basically as a father but then you're sitting up here i'll defame myself her, yeah literally <laughs> calling her she ain't nothing but a side chick she ain't nothing but this that and a third you ain't never been and it's like it's clearly everything but but why would you and this is the thing too that i think men you have to understand even when you're not with your baby's mother Calling her out of her name, doing all of those things. I mean, this is an infant, but even when they're older, it's only going to add strain to your relationship with your child. Yeah. Because you're talking about the person that is their primary caregiver. It's not good ever. 
and it won't be a sustainable way to have a relationship. No, I agree wholeheartedly. I feel like it's embarrassing for oh, them. So embarrassed. I mean, just like, and she she basically tweeted, or I saw on Twitter. I don't remember she tweeted somebody a screenshot on her caption. She was basically like, "People tried to tell me about him, and I didn't want to listen." And that's and what I I'm thought stuck. was directed to the previous baby mama. Yeah, like, and that also is right. Like, although they're famous, that. Uh, what is happening? That is very common in in oh. non celebrities. You Absolutely. know what I mean. You you get with him, you think he's gonna be different. He got you know two upset baby mamas, child support. Sometimes somehow he's com he's convinced you it's them. It'll be different than with you, and more often than not, it ends up being the same. Exactly the same. Uh, and like he, it's it's like he took a sense of pride from he being did. able to be mean to her and kick her out. Like and embarrass her. It was cold outside. I'm like, you, you, it wasn't like, give me the baby. I'll, I'll keep, you know, my child. He yeah. was like, I'm y'all got to not y'all got to go, but he was basically like, you got to go, but you, you know, you're a touring rapper. So are you going to take the baby on tour with the father, right. the, the baby father, the baby father? Yeah. So it's like you, 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 you look, you, you obviously think you look cool or in the at least justified mm -hmm. in the situation. And at worst, y'all look like people who don't have the beginnings of a baby version of handling this in the right way. You at most should have been a sexual encounter. But the thing about unprotected sex, it often has long-term consequences of children. And that baby, three months, four months, that's a lot. Oh, they got a long way ahead of them. And listen, hold on, hold on. parenthood, I'll just finish this while you take them out. Parenthood is hard enough when you're on the same page. Parenting children is hard enough just with a different person who thinks differently than you, thinks the kids should uh, not eat ice cream before seven or watch movies with cussing, whatever the case is. You raising a parent, raising a child with a parent that you obviously don't get along with at all, even if he pays child support and does everything he needs to do financially, their relationship is not going to be, I mean, their relationship is going to be strained mm -hmm. from, from the looks of, 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 of this. And I, I don't want to say I told you so for her. Cause obviously she knows what was so, uh, I honestly just feel bad for the, that their child, their child is like the, ch the children become the casualties of war. And it really makes you, uh, makes me great, me grateful, but it, it shows you how much care you should take with people you have unprotected protected sex with. Yeah. And that it's bond funny. is so quick. Oh, yes. And I think the other thing that's so funny is that it seems like from her story, it started with her sending a plan B to his house. Oh, yeah. I missed that part. I mean, yeah. yeah. So it seems to me that she, it seems like, listen, I got this baby with this man and he has proven to be trash. Let me not do it again. And so she sends this. That's my what I'm imagining. Right. right. And it's almost as if he got offended. Like, and that kind of escalated. I it. saw that. I forgot about that. I didn't think about. Oh, because she was all he wanted to do is nut in me. Exactly. With no responsibility. And she's already having a struggle. Obviously, she's already having a struggle with him and this current baby, yes. but they're not broken up enough to not be having sex. She's looking like, bro, do I really want two kids with this and man? And that's what I'm thinking, that she was like, she kind of, the thing about it is once you become enlightened about a situation, everything, birth plan B is not birth control. I agree, but I mean, it's like that's what she was using it for. Uh but once you become enlightened and you already have a child, nothing will wake up a woman faster than a child. You yeah. will suddenly see a man for every. The thing about it is oftentimes in love, when you have to fight to prove your love, it will only draw y'all together. Yeah. And then as soon as people either A, get out your business or B, you have a baby, you'd be like everything they said about you, you did. <laughs> everything they said about you was true that's the thing i didn't i mean you really put it succinctly all your personality traits are heightened when you have a child 
if you're selfish, your selfishness is going to be more obvious. If you're selfless, your selflessness will be more obvious. Mm -hmm. If you're a team player, consider it how you handle money. Like literally everything about you is heightened uh, when you have a child because listen, that baby is going to take everything out of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so whoever he is as a partner is magnified by who he is as a uh, as a as a, a co-parent parent, right you know because the thing about it uh there's only especially when you have a small ch- a child there's only so much sex you can have yes. right yeah <laughs> unless you're well and the thing is you become unattracted and therefore on your your sexual might be lessened because you're looking at him like you don't take care of your you don't take care of your child yeah, Monty is pissed. You don't take care of your child, so I don't. Why do I even want? He's. I'm sorry. He got a. He. I think he has to use the bathroom, but he doesn't want to use the bathroom, so I don't want him to use it around the house. Anyways, um, that becomes a. She outside. No, he's in this kennel. Oh. I don't want to put him outside by himself because coyotes. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, I, I I feel like the whole situation was bad. The thing about it is, I am sad for the child. The good thing is that the child is three months. There is hope. I don't think there's a lot of hope. I also don't think things would change, but <laughs> there is hope that things could get better because the baby, <sighs> but the likelihood of that. And that's the thing, women, when you get into these scenarios with these men and their track record is such that they're trash daddies to their previous kids. I don't understand why we tend to think that we're going to be the exception yeah, that they're going to show up differently for us, that they're going to do us different when you've seen how they've interacted with their other baby mamas and the relationship that they have strained at best with their previous kids or their other kids, not previous. Hold on. Let me. Let me. This is the thing about Monty and dogs. They're just like, you know, when you have like a two year old that's potty trained, but they don't want to go to the bathroom because there's a lot going on. That's Monty. You, it's clear he has to use the bathroom, but he's like, oh, everybody's out. Oh, somebody's talking. Oh, we're in the room. Are these cords? Let me play with the cords. What is this? Oh, a blank. Look at him. Look at him. Did he go to the bathroom just yes. now? You put him in the kennel and he's like, okay, she's serious. I don't want to pee in here. Can you, uh, I don't want to pee in here. Please, can you let me out? Just annoying self. Anyway, the last thing I want to say is that this goes for men and women. The way that they show up in previous relationships without some real life change metamorphosis, they're going to show up with you. Don't get to thinking that you're the exception. Don't get to thinking that you're going to be different. Maybe listen to that Paramore. She heard Paramore. She was like, I know. uh, That song. Yeah, she was looking in the mirror, singing that to herself. The only exception. You ain't, though, baby girl. And that's why she was like, Study show. Was right. the internet was right. All y'all was right. I, I low-key think she was talking about that other woman, too. Because it's like, girl, I don't know why you thought he would be different. And then not just like, oh, he's a trash dad. He got on his live. Ain't no telling how many thousands of people showed up. And was like, she wasn't nothing but my side piece anyway. <laughs> Why did you mother her then? What? I mean, why did you make her a mother if that's how you view her? her like that? He said uh, he called her Matilda. Apparently, she had like some family issues as well. Oh. Like he was just going for broke. Did you know she directed a video for Prince when she was 18 years old? No. He was one of her mentors. Like he was he was mentoring her. Oh, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, Listen, totally I didn't right. halfway know who any of these people were. Until you, well, I saw it on the blogs and then you sent it. And I was like, well, let me look. But I was like, Danny Lee? Oh, Danny Lay? Well, why is it Lay? I was all type of confused. Yeah, I don't think. Uh... Josh told me about her songs. She don't, she, I, I haven't had that much experience with her as an artist. Yeah. But she has a song with Chris Brown that has 250 million views on YouTube. So she's somebody's artist. Yeah. Listen. Oh, is it the one that's like the, um... Uh, what's the name of the song? What's the video look like, Joshua? 
uh, I didn't watch the video. He said he doesn't remember. I did see it. I do know this video. I remember when this came. It came out a few years ago. Yep, it did. I remember. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that was her. Yeah. The other thing. Okay, last thing I'm going to say. Yep, I do remember this. The last thing I'm going to say about this. baby was wrong. Danny Lee Lay makes it hard to want to like vouch for her. Um, oh, she's also a chore chore choreographer. It makes it hard to want to vouch for her because that, I don't know the line, but from what I heard, this is me reading the headline only, not looking at the article, but the line about he wanted a yellow bone rubbed me as yeah. a brown woman the wrong way. Yeah. So as sad as I was about the scenario and, you know, and him being trashed to her and embarrassing her the way that he did it was also some of me is just kind of like i mean well listen girl they tried to warn you you didn't and you seem to have thought that your light skin was gonna make him act different and yet here you are embarrassed <laughs> i think all in all she had uh done a lot of wrong stuff and to me she had I, i'm not a brown skin woman <laughs> This is your puppy. Acting like a bad kid. Just he's, running, he's got you through the ringer today. Just how? Move. Give this. this is what he's chewing on. That's my tripod. But, yes. This, I'm happy y'all listen because I'm Coco Complexion. I'm not going to lie to you. This will be my last part on it. But when I read or heard about that, it did, it it rubbed me the wrong way because it very mm -hmm. much obviously is rooted in colorism and it very much is giving, I, I think I'm better than you. Yeah. I, light skin, I'm, you know, the, the good, the good curly hair. And so whatever you, whatever he left you because you was unfulfilling. So he going to come over here and I'm going to be the exception. I'm going to be the, I'm going to make the difference and then wind up pregnant and he embarrassed you. And I'm just like, you know what? I mean, listen, I don't wish what he did on anyone, but at the same time you asked for it, you asked for it. Mm -hmm. And then like you campaigned for it. And then you asked Ask stupid questions, you get stupid prizes. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I was very, whatever. Yeah, it was very pretty girl privilege. <laughs> yes. So nope. that's it. That was my whole thing. I wasn't really going to try to go into the whole colorism thing, but I had to because, like I said, that was the one part of the story where I was like, oh, I think I just jumped off the bandwagon. Because, you know, you can be quick to, you know, to trash a uh, a trash husband, a trash man, a trash dad, a trash boyfriend, which he fully is, but I was, but there was a strong but for me. It was a very yeah. strong but for me. Uh, so that's where I'm at on it. Understood. Anything else you want to say? No, Monty's bad. He's that's why he got to go to training. He does. He deserves it. He he's a bad boy. He put a, uh, uh, there's your, um, the cord cover is now has a slice through it. And I think he keeps putting his paw over it because it's like zapping him. And so he's intrigued and also confused by it. Um, so yeah, he keeps doing that. The tripod thing is down. This camera thing is down. Everything is a mess. Well, that's your dog. Yeah, we're done here. All right. <laughs> All right, oh, thank we won't you, guys. you guys next week. There's no episode next week. Yes, I agree. No episode. We're on vacation. We'll be back on the 30th with Stevon Lewis. He'll be back snatching edges. Um, someone asked that I do that with Angel Marcus. So I'll ask him or ask them if they're available. But all podcasts on the Kevin Studios platform will be off. Enjoy your Thanksgiving break. Bye. Bye. Aye, aye, aye.